welcome to the Finding Joy podcast. I'm your host, Yvette Walker. I am so excited for today's podcast. It's an interview with a good friend and a creative blogger named Teresa Taylor Williams. You probably heard about her in my previous episode um, promoing this um, interview. I think she'll give you a lot of insight and information and inspiration uh, in her new blog, Praises in the Pandemic. Let's take a listen. Well, hello. I am so, so happy to have you on the podcast today. Teresa Taylor Williams. She is an old friend of mine. I shouldn't say old because we are not All right. Old. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> a long time. Long time friend. Long time friend. No, you're right. Absolutely. You are right. And um, really, I want to talk about, I want to talk, I want to tell everyone about your your relatively new, relatively new blog, Praises in the Pandemic, but there's a story behind that that I think is so powerful that I, I want to get into that today, too. So, again, thank you. Thank you so much for, for being here this morning. And let's start talking about the blog. So, first of all, why did you start the blog and where did the title come from, Praises in the Pandemic? Because I love mm-hmm. that. Um, well, thank you. First of all, for having me, it's such a blessing to be here and and look to be on the other side because um, yeah, to be on on the good side, on the on the able-bodied side. But um, so the blog started, you know, mid March when all of this uh, when we were relegated to be home, um, or at least here in Kansas. Um, you know, sent to work from home, and and I saw so much panic and anxiety, mm-hmm. and especially rising up in myself. You know, and um, because my faith, I've always, you know, I've always, I feel like I've always been a woman of faith. But when you see those shelves empty in the stores, and when you see um, people just so deep rooted in fear, and when you see fear pumped on the news on TV, I was like oh my God, you know, we need the Lord more than ever. And so um, I have blogged before, but, and that was always really cathartic for me to blog. And so I just, I just asked the Lord, you know, how cool, give me a catchy title, will (laughs) you? I really feel like I'm getting a revelation as a writer that he's my editor, he's my publisher, he's my agent, he's all that. And so, and he is so faithful to give you um, to be involved in the creative process. And so he, I was like, I want this to be positive. You know, the pandemic is so heavy and negative, but I want to point people to the Lord. And right. so that was just my aim. And he gave me that and I went with it. And um, and uh, it's just been a blessing, you know. And, you know, I've had um, a, couple, a little bit of feedback, you know, people just saying, you know, oh, I needed this. I just, I just needed um, a word or... And I try to keep it brief, you know, I don't want right. to have a lot of time. Um, you know, people are doing a lot of things and, you know, from being in journalism, we have that journalism background that uh, time is space is of the essence and time is of the essence. So try to keep your point brief. So, um, you know, and little, little did I know that um, I was going to get COVID, you know, I mean, I just, I just really hadn't thought a lot about it. I, and so if you don't mind me sharing, I mean. Um, no, no, I don't mind you sharing. I, I just want to point out that you started this blog before 
yes. your diagnosis. So, so this was not in response to, you know, oh, woe is me, I have COVID. I mean, you were all, you were already, as you said, your aim was true. You were, you were already trying to point people in the right direction during the scary time, and yes. and then this happened. So go ahead. Yes. Yes. Um, and. You know, two weeks ago, I was diagnosed on May 8th, Friday, May 8th. And, um, you know, what is today event? It's the 18th, so it's 10 days ago. Monday, the 18th. Okay. So I just, it it rocks you, you know, because two weeks ago, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anybody who had it. I, uh, or I may have known like one person in Michigan, you know, like my hometown, Michigan. Mm -hmm. But you know, um, and I tried to do things right. I used the mask, I used the gloves, but I did like to go grocery shopping and I, you know, I go to Dollar Tree and the grocery store, a couple of grocery stores. And um, I would go walking and I didn't wear a mask when I went walking. A lot of people don't. Um, And so when, you know, I started getting some, you know, real bad um, headache, chills, congestion, it's just like the flu, at least with me. It was just like the flu because the body aches were awful. Hmm. And I just kind of called. I mean, my mom's a nurse. She's like, I think you should just call and just, you know, report the symptoms and just see what they say. And I didn't know that they would say, yeah, I think you need to have a little drive up test. So did that and really just did not think I had it. So when they tell you, you have tested positive, it was just for me, like just such a shock. It was such a shock. It was, what does this mean? And um, I think if I could give any advice to people who may know somebody, it's, you know, COVID is not leprosy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think people really, um, I don't know if they think from a phone call or a text that they can get it, <laughs> but please reach out, reach out to people because it is so very isolating. You know, I live alone. I'm a single woman. And um, it has been, you know, not unbearable, but, Mm -hmm. you know, the symptoms themselves are bad. But then when you have to go through it by yourself, that's really a challenge. And it has really drawn me closer to my Lord and my Savior, Jesus, because he's all I have. And and I've implored people in the blog, you know, Seek him while he may yet be found, because, you know, we can't rely on other people. Man will let you down, but God is always there. And I got to tell you, this is kind of funny. A couple of days ago, we actually we actually had a tornado sighting right outside of town. And I was like. Okay, if COVID ain't that need to take me out, this tornado thing take me out. You're like, come on, Lord. Now, come on. Not only are we in a we got a tornado and a pandemic. <laughs> and wow. and again, it was another example of Lord, I am depending on you. You know, I mean, you got me. And and but it was scary. I was just like, Lord, what do I, other people got somebody to hold on to and, and I got I got you. I are you here? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? And I, I like that you say that because you know, we are, we are human. We are flawed and we doubt. I mean, yes. yeah. I mean, as much as yes. we, as what much as we love God and we know he's there, 
You know, there are times when we doubt. I was just listening to a devotional this morning, and yes. it was the um, it was the the scripture reading about the storm, and Jesus was in the boat, and the apostles, you know, about lost their minds, and he was like, yes. ye, ye of little faith. You know, he'd be with he they'd been you know with him and had seen some stuff, but again, they were flawed humans as we are, yes. and they doubted. And they took so their eyes, they took their eyes off of him. Yeah. Yes, and and for sure, and. I love that scripture too because um, that's that's one that you know he's dealt with me on, um, and it's just like it's so easy to. It says Peter looked at the wind. I'm like, how do you look at the wind? But we do. We we look at everything around us, and instead of keeping focused, you know, on him, and and it's so easy. It's a slippery slope. It's mm-hmm. so easy to just be like, you know, I am going down. <laughs> thank god that he puts that hand out you know and um so i'm i'm just so grateful for people who have reached out people who said i'm praying for you you know people who have said you're the only one i know you know you're the first one i know you're the only one i know and i'm just so grateful that i'm not on somebody's ventilator and in a hospital because it could have been a whole other way um, I believe I'm on the other side of it. I'm still not released by my doctor yet. Um, but this thing is, um, it's really intimidating. There's moments where, like you said, we're flawed. And as Christians, you know, I think sometimes there's this expectation, you know, that we're, but you're a Christian. Okay. And the Bible is full of broken, messed up, flawed people that God used. Amen. And I'm just so glad. I like to think that I'm broken. I'm a box of broken crayons, all in this box of broken crayons. But he, well, they say broken crayons still color, you know. Oh, and, that's beautiful. And God, God can still use you and still use me. And we can't get caught up in, you know, well, but I messed up and this, that, and the other. We can't get caught up in that because there's too much work to do you know, for the kingdom. And, and if this blog is just one thing that I can do, then praise God. And and I love writing and um, I'm a devotional writer at heart. And I think um, one of the questions you said is, what are you working on? I just want to give a little plug because this is accountability for me to Mm -hmm. speak this and say this, but one uh, book I'm writing is called the widow's warning. And it's really my experience being uh, with grief mm-hmm. and um, after having lost my husband. And it's basically a how not to grieve because <laughs> I did everything wrong. And and I really want to encourage people, you know, kind of like through this COVID, encourage people through my life experience. Because what is a testimony without a test? And um, people want to know that they can relate to you. Yeah. And sometimes that means putting yourself out there and it's not always pleasant, not always easy. I'm not uh, really looking forward to people knowing, you know, some of the things that I did um, in an effort to grieve. Um, but if it will be a blessing to somebody or if it'll help point them um, to the Lord, then then Lord, use it, use it, because our lives are not our own. I just keep telling myself that right. you know, it's not about you, Teresa. It's not. And so, um, so I am working on that and a couple of other projects, but I'm just so grateful for the gift of writing. 
because I've never been mathematic. I've never been scientific, but I've always loved writing. And, you know, being a journalist, you know, you know, we're storytellers at that, you know, Absolutely. And, uh, and everybody has a story. And, and I just, I'm a connector. I'm a, I'm relational. I love people, which is why this has been really challenging being in my home for days at a time. Well, for, and, and, you know, they, the listeners don't know that you are where you are now in Kansas is relatively new. You haven't been there for a long time. Right. You came I'm there. Not even here yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I don't know, obviously, because I'm not there with you. But um, if you if you found um, knowing you, you have. But if you found a, a church family yet or just how many people you have surrounding you, because you are a, rel- a relatively new um, resident in Kansas. And that can be really tough when you are trying to get through some stuff, because, yeah. as you said, well, many people really don't know how to act and. You know, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that you were surrounded. Of course, you you called your mom, and, and I'm so glad you have a family support. But sometimes we can find ourselves in situations, even with our friends and well-meaning people, and we still feel alone. Yes, yes, that is so true. And and like I said, that's why we have to hold to that unchanging hand, you know, of Christ, because He will just assure you, you know just hold you, you know, he'll, he'll send ministering angels to, to give a word to you, even just singing, you know, Saturday, I just sat in my living room floor with my writing around me and just listened to praise music Mm. and just had a good old time, you know, just, (laughs) just, um, fellowshipping, you know, getting in his face and in his presence. And I believe he delights in that, you know, I mean, and I don't do it enough. I plan to do more of it, but you know, this this COVID, the the um, shelter in place and things like that, that's prime opportunity for us to, you know, really kind of um, deepen our relationship, you know, because I know so many of us, me included, we're so busy with life. We're so, you know, we got to do this, we got to do that. We, you know, there's all these projects, or we got work, or you know, mm-hmm. and it's like he's he's allowed it I believe he I don't believe he caused it but I believe he allowed it so that you know the good can come out of it and you had asked me what is one of my favorite scriptures and that's Romans 8:28 and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to those who are the called according to his purpose and I just believe that good can come from anything and the fact that was another book project that I wanted to do where I interviewed people a few years ago, it's, it's still on my to-do list, but I interviewed people and I was like, you know, what is, where, what is the situation in your life that, um, was real negative or, or it was, it just looked like hopeless, but God brought something good out of it. And, um, and that's why I believe with this, um, with COVID and, and this experience, I mean, there's so much negative, but I'm always, now I'm, I'm really tuning in and I'm hearing a lot of people starting businesses and, um, you know, just different things, you know, quality time with their kids or with their spouse or, you know, um, deepening their faith or just so many things, because I believe it's when you choose, you know, you have to choose to um, see the good. And so I don't know. I just, I just think that this is prime opportunity 
for us to slow down and really reassess. And people keep saying when we go back, um, it might never go back, you know, not the way that we think. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. That's got to be okay, too, because for some of us, it might not be good to go back the way it was. You know, so I saw on a, on, a, on a podcast recently where the facilitator said, well, you have the courage to um, to not go back the way it was. Well, you have the courage to take what you learned in this quarantine space or isolation space and and make the changes, make the necessary changes for your life. So I don't know why I was diagnosed with COVID, but. Um, I don't need to know exactly why, but I do, I do know what I want to take out of it, you know, and it's, it's really, it's really refocused me and I'm, I'm grateful for that. That's really, yeah, that, that's really beautiful. I, I think you mentioned earlier that God can be there right there with you in the creative process. And, you know, I believe that, um, many people have the time now and, and I don't want to, um, I don't want to say that there are people who are not working hard out there because we know they are and, and not just in the medical field. There are still people, you know, working hard out there. But for some people who have the time and who are able to slow down uh, and refocus, this is the word you just used. You know, I think all these ideas that he has planted in us, he's given us are actually happening or, or either we have the time to really think about it. Um, the Finding yes. Joy. Yeah, this Finding Joy podcast certainly came out of that. I've been wanting to do a podcast for years i think i maybe even told you about it and in previous oh yeah and previously it had a different focus but um i said you know what i've just got to stop talking about it i just need to start doing it and i really been thinking about joy uh and the lack of it a lot lately um even before the pandemic and i think that people have difficulty um finding that that satisfaction contentment and joy in their lives and you can't yes. without him. And so um, how difficult do you think um, it is for people to find their joy? And, and, and joy can look different for different people, but to find joy in the midst of, of problems, whether it's the pandemic or whether it's just the, the struggles of life. And, and what can they do to, to refocus, to use your word, and to find that joy? That's a great question. Um, just the first thing that comes to me, a barrier to finding joy is, um, you know, when we're so hyper-focused on ourselves, <laughs> um, you know, because I think sometimes we tend to overthink and we can be ungrateful because we can always be thinking about the next thing or or what's what's the next thing I can buy? Or do I have enough money to have this status or what have you? Or, And I think that those can be barriers, but when we get our eyes off of ourselves and we have some kind of investment in somebody else, um, and I just, my late husband, I also have a project, a children's book I'm writing about him. He's he got lots so of projects about, going, which is great. Yes. <laughs> Um, he was so about living life to the fullest, and I'm so grateful for his legacy, and, and I really want that to be passed on. Um, he, the book is called D is for Daddy and the Dialysis, because my late husband was on dialysis for 13 years. And I, I'm saying this about joy because he 
the minute he got off that machine, he was raring to go. He was about life. You know, you would see other people and they would just be all washed out and they'd be so weak and tired and rightfully so. But he fought. He fought all the time. He was like, you know what? He's like, people see dialysis as life support and a death sentence. He said, I see it as um, it keeps me alive. You know, and he's like, I can live. I can, you know, be with my wife and my kids and and be a Red Cross volunteer and be a bounty hunter. Yes, he was a crazy bounty hunter. (laughs) Um, And he, you know, he just really believed in giving back. I mean, here was this big, burly 6'2", 400 pounds, and he drove little old ladies to their doctor's appointments for Red Cross. He responded to fires. He was on dialysis. Wow. And he he was doing, you know, emergency transportation, you know, senior transportation, blood delivery, um, you know, like um, disaster services where there was a fire. So he really was taking him, his eyes off of himself. And woe is me. And my God, my kidneys have shut down. I could die anytime. But it was like, no, I'm going to look at my community and see where I can be a help, you know. And and I truly believe that helped his quality of life. I truly believe that. And um, so that's all. I just, you know, I for me, it's just taking your eyes. Because he always used to tell me, Teresa, there's people, there's always somebody who's worse off always somebody who wishes they were in your position and I used to be like yeah I guess (laughs) you know I guess you know but it is true I believe people wish they had what we have Mm -hmm. or the problems that we have oh I gotta pay my mortgage okay but you have a home right you know and you have the money to pay if you have the money to pay it praise God you know, because some people, they got their home and they're like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose it because I don't have the money to pay it. You know, so I really think so much is is mental, so much is we have to almost trick ourselves and and um, and just get to another space. And it doesn't just happen. It takes effort. You know, we have to like it's a process to change your mindset you know, to find joy. That's a, that's a process. But I believe once we kind of exercise those muscles that it will come, you know, naturally and you'll, you'll be finding joy everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that muscle memory for joy. I love it. Yeah. I mean, think about it, you know, and joy is such a great and positive thing. And who are we to think that we're not going to have to work at that because, the enemy is real. Um, you know, the devil is real and he doesn't want us happy. He doesn't want us, um, you know, especially giving God the glory for joy, you know, so he's going to fight against that. Right. um, Right. Well, like you, like you said, it certainly is a choice and we have to, we have to fight for that choice because joy is a fruit of the spirit and it's, it's, it's available to us at any moment, but we still have to choose to, to receive it. Yes, yes. I, th- I have to tell you, Yvette, I thank you so much for one of my joys now is um, coloring, my coloring Bible. Yay. And I'm just so excited that, because I remember those times on Instagram that I would see your post and the amazing art that you were doing. And I was like, wait, what? What is that? And I know for me, anything that's going to draw me closer to the word, um, I need that, 
And so um, I went out and got, I didn't get like a journal that's empty, a Bible that's empty. I got one that's kind of a cheater. It's got the pictures already in it and you just color it. But hey, it's a start. And Listen, it's kind of there, really smart. There is no, there's no cheater. There's no cheater. It's any, <laughs> it's anything, like you said, it's anything that will, that will bring us closer to God. And, and I'm definitely going to do a podcast on Bible journaling, um, upcoming do. podcast, because um, it was new to me just, you know, a year and a half ago, and I still find people who don't know about it. And I'm so glad that it has worked for you and that you that you are enjoying it. It's not for everybody. Um, some people really don't like the idea of actually writing in a Bible, writing in a Bible or coloring in a Bible, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, when all this clears, you know, I'm coming to Oklahoma for, you know, some real tutorials. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. And and that's and that's going to that's going to signal a couple things. It's going to signal that you are completely COVID-19 free, number one. Yes. So that's going to and you may well be that now, you know, cuz obviously you said you're on the other side. Um yes. and it's going to and it's obviously going to signal a, a chance for me to see you again cuz it's been it's been far too long. <laughs> it has. I don't even know how long, but it's just been a blessing, and I'm so excited about this podcast because I just decree and declare it's going to go worldwide, and the Lord will put it in people's um, purview who need it and who are looking for something different, and um, this is just an excellent opportunity to be intimate with people, mm-hmm. you know, people who we may never have come in contact with before, mm. and um, and I really hope that people will will read praises in the pandemic it's praises in the pandemic blogspot.com and i hope that they will you know get something positive out of it and i just want to share that um before the podcast i was telling you that my average blog was maybe 50 views you know and um the one where i said um i have coronavirus has I just looked yesterday and it was over 600 views and I'm, I'm just like, I didn't do anything different, but I just believe that people, they just want to know what was your experience, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and isn't that something with life? We want to know that we've been through something and we want to know how did we get through it and, and how did the Lord work in our lives? You know, was he there? Was he really there? And, I just want to be a witness to say yeah, all the way, all the way, because I don't have anybody else to lean on or anything else to lean on. It is only him and by his grace that I'm still here and that, you know, in my right mind and able-bodied and and I'm just to be grateful and, you know, who knows what he's going to do with us, but you know, I'm just willing. I'm just willing. And before I had to say, I fought against the Lord. I didn't trust him. Like with my book, The Widow's Warning, I'm going to talk about that. I didn't I didn't realize that I didn't trust him with my heart anymore because I felt like he took my heart. Wow. You know, my husband was my heart. So I'm learning. That is my process right now, finding joy back in Christ and, and trusting him again. And believing that all things truly do work for good. I don't know why he was called home um, while I had teenage sons and, and while I st- we still needed him. But, you know, it's not for us to know. 
you know, right. and um, so, and I'm, I'm a firm believer in therapy and group therapy. I do virtual. That's another good thing that's come out of COVID. I am now connected. As you said, I moved here from Michigan in last July for a job and I have family here and I left my tribes. Those were my, my support groups were my tribes. And now we're on Zoom and we do therapy support groups online. I have one tonight and I have one Thursday. And that has just been so amazing. If you can, if you're going through stuff, please therapy. I am a rah-rah cheerleader for therapy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this COVID doesn't stop it. You can do phone therapy. You can do virtual and um, it's just so good to talk to a neutral party. It really is. So, um, so yeah, I just, I'm just, I'm really just trying to live a quality life. Cause I know that's what my husband would have wanted. You know, he wouldn't want me to sit around and, and be down and, and, you know, I do definitely have my moments, but he would be all about living life. That's what he was. He was just an amazing man. So please be on the lookout for my little projects. Pray my strength, and I'm I'm going to birth these babies. Yes, yes, <laughs> no. Follow. no, no, they no, they both sound they both sound great, and I, I can't wait till they come to fruition for sure. Yes, I even have a publisher already. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, in St. Louis, it's called Midwest Creations Publishing, okay. and uh, I'm just so excited that God connected me with these wonderful group of people, and um, yeah, so it's just kind of like, okay, Teresa, we pray for discipline to get your writing time in, yeah. and um, so yeah, it's good. Well, it's good. thank you How so- is Oklahoma? I want to know what life is like in Oklahoma. <laughs> is, there, is it like, uh, like the Old West or like the Dust Bowl or- <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually live, I, I do live kind of out, I mean, I'm in the city, but I'm out of the city and it's, and I will tell you, um, t- to be in quiet and surrounded by nature as, as I am right now, uh, it's, it has helped a lot, I think, with my own refocusing and with just a lot of things that you've mentioned today. So, um, you know, my husband does have to work. So I am alone during the day, although I mean, I'm not saying I'm alone at all. Clearly, I mean, I'm not, but I'm alone yeah. during the day, you know, with the fur babies. And um, uh, it's it is, you know, although I am working from home and we have meetings and as you mentioned, Zoom, um, but just the quiet um, definitely, I think, has allowed me to refocus on a lot of things. And um, and certainly this podcast has has come from that, but other things, too. So, um, so we, we, we will, we will definitely chat more about, about Oklahoma, but I just wanted to thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing so much of your story and letting us know that there is more to come. And I am so excited about that. So I just wanted to thank you so much. Um, thank you for having me. It's been a blessing. Yes. Yes. And I look forward to coming back and talking about my finished. Yes. For sure. No, no, no. We, we want that. We definitely are going to have you on and, and, and really, and when you get, and when you get the die, you know, the, 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 the actual announcement from your doctor that you are, that you're COVID free, you know, I want to talk to you then. I mean, it's just, it's, and it's, and, and in my, in my view, I mean, you're going to be celebrating and happy, but in my view, you are, that has already happened. 
you you have yeah. already been declared COVID free because we because yeah, it's just gonna happen because because you are a daughter of the king and and I know you believe that so yes yeah. yes and, and so many people are going to be I mean I don't I don't want that to happen but so many people are going to be diagnosed I mean people are relaxing they're going out more they're you know I I'm I'm nervous about the summer for people because mm-hmm. you know we have to police ourselves you know because things are going to open up they're not going to tell us don't go so we have to use wisdom and if we do go places you know just take precautions you know because yeah. I didn't think it could happen to me I really didn't you mentioned I, didn't, I just didn't you know we don't know how even like our eyeballs, you know, like my mother is a nurse and she, she's like, you know, your eyes are wet, your membranes and, you know, we cover our, here and our hands, but what about our eyes? So she's like, she's like, it's airborne. We don't know how or where you could potentially get it. So, you know, if it happens, the thing is, don't fear, or if you allow yourself, I put in my last blog, if you allow yourself to fear, don't stay in that space. Yeah. You know, it's okay to be afraid. You know, I've cried many a night in that room, um, a many a moment, I should say. Um, but also I've cried just out of sheer gratefulness, you know, because God has just, you know, just comforted me and said, I'm here. I'm not going to let this thing, I'm only going to let, it's almost like the devil's on a leash. I'm only going to let him go so far, mm-hmm. you know, and um, you, you're you covered. Just can keep your confessions and keep um, praising me and and keeping me first and, um, and trusting me, you know, so, but you are going to have those moments, um, but we, we can't allow that to run us, you know, because it can happen. We can yeah. spiral easily. So, um, but yeah, thank you so much for, I'm sorry, I just go on and on, but God yeah. is good. <laughs> yes, he is. Thank you. He is thank so you. good. All right. So we, good. Well, you, we hold on the line, but I just want to thank you so much. And uh, we will, we will check back in with you later. And, um, and I just want to say uh, bless you. And, and I, I know you're going to be healed of this. Isn't she amazing? Uh, told you you'd love it. Uh, definitely check out praisesinthepandemic.blogspot.com. And thanks so much, as always, for listening. We will have some more episodes coming soon. Uh, I hope that you love this and are telling your friends about it. Please share the episodes and um, Encourage uh, your friends to follow this so that they'll get notifications when I have new episodes. And let me know um, if you have any comments by leaving me one. And I'd love to hear what you're thinking. So, for now, farewell.